And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a writer and performer whose secret to perfect skin is to cover it all in an absolute ton of makeup. It's Emily Fleming. And she's an actress and writer who's once canceled for talking about walking. It's Nicole Thurman. Tone Zone is here to express his support for anti-woke legislation, so long as it just means pro-going nighty-night legislation. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rose. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pants and pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little lemon white chocolate cookies. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Ashley Bailey. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff. There's bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. That's my bonus Patreon podcast. Uh, episodes just went up with Nora McInerney and Elizabeth Lame. And then there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You can get videos of the Thursday show uh, sometimes, um, but also other like exclusive behind the scenes contenty things and photos that we don't use and just info about what's going on in my brain and stuff that you actually want. Uh, opt for an annual subscription. <laughs> I like to, I got to keep it new for me each week and I'm, I, I'm having trouble. Uh, opt for an annual subscription and you get two months free. That's a good deal. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello to my guests. I'm very excited to see Everyone in this room, Emily Fleming. Hello, hey. and welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, yeah. Nicole Thurman. Hello, hello, welcome Hi. back. Thank you. I'm glad Very to be back. Very nice to see you. Nice to see you too, Daniel Quantz. Hello. Hi. And Tony Thaxton. Hello. Hello. All right. So we have all sorts of stuff to get into. Um, I do feel. For anyone who doesn't know, we should just explain the Emily Fleming intro joke was because I commented on your skin <laughs> yeah. last time you were on. Yeah. And you said that it was just a shit ton of makeup. And I'm like, I, I mean, don't. I said I, it, so yeah. I can't complain about it. I know. <laughs> a lot of people contacted me afterwards a lot more than two. So that's oh. like a lot. Maybe like, <laughs> I feel like it was like between two and five, but it felt like a lot because they were all happening in rapid succession. Oh, cool. To, th- to say, they're like, I couldn't make out the name of the serum makeup that ah. Emily used. I think what it's was it? I-L-Y-A. Okay, good. That's what I wrote back because I was, because yeah. that was the tube you, sh- or the thing you showed me. I showed, showed you me. a little blush thing because the, the tube of that stuff, I, I'm not bringing it anywhere because it's, it's Spills. expensive. Oh. <laughs> I'm keeping it at home. Like but, saffron. Um, yeah, pretty much. So I'm keeping that at home. But it is it is good. It smells funky. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main concern. I don't know. Do you know about it? No. <laughs> Nicole? No. Um, what kind of serum is it? It's like, um, I, I remember seeing it on uh, the internet a lot. I think when I watched those Vogue, you know, when they do those get ready with me Vogue yeah. things, I saw quite a few people who used it. And, um, but my mom was using it and that's like the person I heard about it from. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this smells weird. No, mom. No. (laughs) And then I saw like, I think, I can't remember who, I think it was Emma Watson or something he was using. I was like, all right, if she's good enough for Emma. Yeah. I think that's who was using it. So I got it, but it is pricey and, but it, it really locks in like moisture and stuff. So. And is this the serum foundation mix? It is. is It's like, um, it's 
like, I don't even know. I don't think it's like a BB cream. It's like a bunch of stuff at once, but it's tinted mm. and it, it's just like really moist, like moisturizing. How would you describe the scent? Oh, man. Let's see. Queef. <laughs> um, so it's got like a seafoody it's, seafood it's got tank. Like, it's just kind of a, it's got some, it's got a little funk on it, a little stank. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's tolerable. I'll tell you that. Because the thing you get out of it is so good that it's like, whatever. I'll Worth just, it, it kind of smells like stale bread. Hmm. Oh, so is it's it? like yeasty. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but my queefs are different than other people's oh, queefs. <laughs> all queefs are different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they're, but they're all perfect. They are. They're little snowflake queefs. Yeah. <laughs> they're all perfect. Um, uh, I saw someone, and I did not intend to start with intense vaginal. Well, two things about the vagina. <laughs> One, I still call it a vagina, but I feel like culture has moved and now they're calling it a vulva. What? Oh, what? because yeah. that's what because that's what people are typically talking about yes. when they're talking about vaginas. They're right. not talking about the whole right. like about the, the like, yes. outer parts. Like, I'm usually talking about the whole <laughs> I don't that, I don't that is queef out of the lips. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well then I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you're the exception. Thank you. But yes, I think you're right. But my whole life, the whole lady bits the whole area is just vagina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do, I had, Elis do you guys know Elizabeth Lame? She's delightful. Aww. She has a daughter. Um, And I had her on the show and we were talking about like raising kids and just sort of like what, like we both grew up in houses where horrendous euphemisms were used, but now you're, they really encourage you to use the correct terms mm -hmm. like penis and vulva. And I was like, oh, see, in my head, it would have been pe penis and vagina. Right. Yeah. So, well, my mom, like weird story to start with. Um, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Uh, no, <laughs> my mom growing up was like when I was a little kid, she wanted me to use the, the accurate terminology she, instead of saying wee wee or pee pee. Mm -hmm. And, but then, um, I would walk up to adults and be like, my vagina needs to pee or oh something like that. And people would be like, Ugh. well, technically <laughs> so, it's your urethra. I so, <laughs> but no, I, I didn't know. I think I it was, it. but wee wee is like the whole, so I would yeah. say like penis and things like that a lot. <laughs> and so I remember my dad being like, this has got to, we got to tamper this down. <laughs> like, but how? How do? How bit. does one do that? I don't remember how they did it, but I I think they just didn't want me to feel shame over like mm -hmm. having a body. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> it's complicated to explain that to a kid. Yeah. I I don't. I'm not a parent, but it seems like trying to make sure they aren't ashamed of their sexuality at a young age is impossible. Mm. I don't know how you do that. There's a certain so, amount yeah. of it that's just instinctual. Like yeah. there's a point where they want privacy and it's nothing you did. They just, it's like a feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but there's a lot, like the whole thing with don't say we, we, that there's a whole philosophy behind that that I don't quite understand that I, has to do with shame, right? Well, yeah. well it, I don't think it's just shame. It's also the idea that they're safer if they have the correct words. And I don't, oh, I sense. don't, mm -hmm. I don't know that I even understand that a hundred percent. But it's safer like, how? like they could explain if somebody did something. Yeah, wrong if to someone them. did something oh, more correctly, like what really happened? Exactly. Yeah. But okay. also, I wonder, and I this is now a leap, but I wonder, like, I could, I'm not talking out of my ass specifically the, the hole or the cheeks. Your hands or the cheeks. Yeah. 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 You really made it look nice today. What? Your ass. Wait, what did you say? You've made it look nice. Oh, oh yeah. Jeans? You. Or are we talking jeans? Or are we talking like, did she yeah. get waxing or bleaching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Oh, well, no, I was just, I wonder if like, 
a predator would be like, oh, this is not a great victim if they're oh. like very in touch with. I think what it's the names also of ownership of your yes. body. It's yeah. like having an ownership over knowing like things and then being able to accurately be like, right. this is my body and I know how to talk about it. Well, also think about generationally, like our grandparents are like, oh my God, I would never speak this way about even <laughs> go using the restroom. First of all, I'm, I'm pretty uh, modest when it comes to this stuff too. So don't, I'm not, I'm acting, I'm talking out of my ass as well. Um, <laughs> which but, part though? Which part? My cheeks. My okay. cheeks. Yeah, okay. They're That's, flapping. <laughs> they're clapping and they're flapping. <laughs> baby um but no i think that <laughs> these cheeks are flapping these cheeks are flapping y'all don't come and just run don't don't it's gonna happen um <laughs> but uh no and then like the, you know our parents were getting a little bit better but then they were when you when you like call it like, i knew a girl whose mom called her vagina a hoo-hoo dilly and i was like that is so many dilly? syllables hoo-hoo uh-huh. dilly the whole thing hoo-hoo dilly so she at like 17 years old was you know i don't think she had sex i don't think you would have sex with somebody that was who, calling who it a would be attracted to a hoo-hoo Dilly, yeah. You know? Oh, you'd be surprised. Someone likes right? ice cream. She was cute, but I think that, like, I do think because of that, it makes you feel less comfortable with your period, yeah. or your body, or an totally. orgasm, and your fake. And you know, it's it, it just right. like piles on top, especially or maybe for women. It's trying to desexualize a child's genitals because, like, maybe that's why they call it something like that. Because it's like if it's called yeah. like well, beep, beep, beep. if it's called well, this, then it's was, like why would you ever? I think it's there, but I think to Nicole's point, I, th- I do think it's their discomfort around. Yeah, yeah, that yeah makes I think. Them use yeah, you're right. You're right. That maybe it's like when you have like a cutesy euphemism, it it suggests there's something to be ashamed about. Yeah, like it's like yeah. why are we calling it that and yeah. not the thing? And then that it's like know, makes you feel like oh, this is something to be. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. mommy and daddy are wrestling. No, no, they're they're <laughs> fucking. They were fucking. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, it's like it, it does. I think it does create shame when you start to label it different things. Like we would never say I was like, you know, if you were actually if you were jumping on the trampoline, you wouldn't say like, oh, I was just taking the dog for a walk. You know I mean? <laughs> Don't speak of that. Because then you would feel weird about jumping right. on the trampoline. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to your point about the sort of complexities of not passing along shame to them. Our six-year-old will sometimes change into his pajamas in the, like, in the room where the windows open up onto the street. Okay. Or so the curtains. And I will, I will say like, okay, let me close the curtains first. And I actually, just the other day, I said, "There's nothing wrong with your body, honey. We just don't want to give the the neighborhood a show." Or like, I wasn't sure how do I communicate. Or maybe I said like, it's just that's private. I I I actually honestly didn't know how do I explain to him that like I don't want people to be able to see well, I mean, body, I think that's because it. it's the then maybe people don't have a choice in the matter like well, the other go. people don't get because yeah. it's like um i don't know i saw a lot of penises on the subway in new york and i didn't i don't i didn't want ask to see it and mm-hmm. it wasn't my choice to see it oh my god so it's like when you're getting naked it's like you have to take into consideration right consent consent wait so guys well are- and that's a new thing with kids too like yeah. you have to ask them before you hug them i mean you don't have to but i mean i think it's definitely preferred it yeah better too you know so wait in new york that's really a thing that happens a lot guys oh are yeah their penis. wait lots of them the last time i saw a penis on the subway the last time the free was like I think one of the first times but um it was airdropped to me on my phone <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I did laugh a little bit. 
I was like, okay, this was where? Fun. Where did crazy. this happen? Oh god, it was in. I think I was still in Greenpoint at this point. I was waiting to take the seven into the city. So like, and it was a rando yeah. who airdropped it. Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh, I I was like <laughs> looking around like who was this? Yeah. So yeah, if you just have your airdrop open, be careful. You are gonna get a penis. Oh man, yeah. I didn't know that. That's it's like, like the new thing. That's next level flasher I right know. there. <laughs> it's so odd. It was really. It's weird. like wow. Blade Runner flasher. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you think that the the owner of said penis was watching you open it up? Oh no! Because they, would, would they, they know? wouldn't know it was you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they. I don't. Yeah, I have Probably, no idea. No, they wouldn't know because I you. wasn't very obvious about it. I made sure to not be like, "Oh my," you because know, I don't want the, them to have that satisfaction. Yeah, but I also, definitely was like, oh, "Oh god!" But don't you have to accept it? You don't. It just pops up and then it says accept or uh, whatever. Oh, so you see, what so you it see is. the picture. Great. Oh my god. Also, who's your um, cell provider? That's great uh, service. Yeah. <laughs> AT and T. And also, they're <laughs> underground now in New York. You can get service. Yeah, like you can get it everywhere. You I didn't get any when I lived there. Uh, yeah, I, I never. Could, I could never get the dick pic I was waiting for. <laughs> I know. Now it's now. I think pretty much every service provider. Oh, cool. Does it. All right. So you can get dick pics all, all over the place. <laughs> nice. Above ground, underground. I thought it was just in like bed when you're above ground. Yeah, yeah. That's no. like the only time you. Has that ever worked? What a no. dick. No. Like for an unsolicited. No. Like, no. Has a guy ever gotten laid because he was just showed his junk to some random girl? Random, or... no. But like if you're in a thing with the person, well, for me, yeah. <laughs> that's different. I'm just saying, like those guys that are just unsolicited. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's a that's a kink it, in itself though. They get yes, their, they, they get their pleasure off. That's, that's what that. I was gonna ask. Yeah, yeah. it's like a flasher no, in public. They're not expecting yeah. anything to come of it. No, they're they just... they probably like the horror that like people yes. react with it. You yeah, know, how people react to them. It's also like in and this is all in New York. In LA I have not seen <laughs> I saw a penis. Oh you did Where? when I came back from New York. Sorry, I don't know why I screamed that I saw a penis. <laughs> <laughs> you know I haven't seen a lot of penises in LA. Let's just be honest with you guys. Okay. Um so I was really excited. No, I was not excited it was a homeless guy my friend's um unhoused person excuse me i i should say that it was a man that was sleeping on the street who was uh, he had everything on except pants and underwear (laughs) and he was laying like spread eagle on the ground and i was like he's gonna get a sunburn because he was facing oh no i kind of wanted that oh so then i was like so he wasn't even he wasn't exposing it he was just sleeping like openly yeah Yeah, i saw a lady doing that yeah like just open it was she was downtown and she had like a a tube dress yeah. kind of thing and she was just airing it out oh my God. and I was kind of like yeah girl like Sometimes. there's something about it that I was like damn I bet that That's feels good freedom. like yeah <laughs> but that feels real well, good yeah. if you don't have any privacy sometimes you just gotta let yeah, it fly hell wherever yeah. you are but yes. yeah no for me in New York it was like it, it was dudes trying to like what they like is this um, it's power is what it's it intimidation is. Yeah. too it's intimidation yeah. and power but it's like also the if you're in a cab there's sometimes a guy you know in a car next to you and then He'll be looking at you and he's jerking off. And, you got a lot of weird stuff, I think. That well, sounds... I I think I don't know. That was my New York experience. Yeah, but um, I mean, I don't know. When did you live in New York? Um, from 2011 to 2016. Oh, okay. I left. I was there from 2002 to 2010. I think I left just before the oh. onslaught of dicks. We missed each other. <laughs> I know, and and before, yeah. But um, I one time this like I'm gonna say he was a crazy dude on the street which is probably not the right language but he was just like i don't know if he was masturbating or simulating masturbation but like kind of like threw it at me i mean you know like that <laughs> sort of the yeah the gesture but walk it walk was walk like, yeah but i mean but there was like a penis that i saw ah. and he was near the entrance to a subway station and that's how we met <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it turns out that was that <laughs> <That's> so cute <laughs> um 
I think that might have been the only time, though. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I think that because are you a little insulted by that? Like, hey, I mean, am I, am I not good enough? Were no, you doing stand up like late at night and stuff? No, this was on my way to work in the morning. So I was late at night. Okay, on that subways, explains. Yeah. And yeah. I assume like you were late at night on subways. Yeah. Too. But yeah, so I and you go all over the place. You go to Queens, you go to Brooklyn, you yeah. go all, everywhere in Long Island City when you're doing stand up. Mm-hmm. So you're sometimes out till 2 a.m. Okay. That's and prime dick time. I will yep, say I yep. saw mine at 8 a.m. the dicking out. Dang, on the way to work. The dickening. a.m. The dickening. <laughs> <laughs> the dickening of New York City. Oh, Where were you man. working then, Nicole? Uh, that was when I was on The Opposition. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I was like heading into the studio and I was like, oh. <laughs> I, thought, I don't know. It's not funny, but I thought it was funny. Kinda, I think I'm it's kind of funny. It's, it's better... I should be careful. I was going to say it's better on your phone than like in your face on the subway, but it's true. But no matter it's still what, unwanted. Yeah, it's also yeah. kind of like a. I don't want to say. I almost said like a a hardening of the spirit. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a stiffening of a metaphor. Um, but honestly, it's like. <laughs> but uh, it did kind of like toughen me up to the point where not much kind of shocks me or um, you know anymore. Yeah. Where it's like, I think it you, you toughen up because of moments like that, which yeah. is, I mean, that's kind of a, um, what is it, Sansa right. <laughs> Stark thing to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I think that it's not that I'm traumatized. It's just that I'm like, I, I can... I can hang. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that way because of comedy too for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like that's why I'm like, oh, that was kind of funny. Like it's a funny, it's a funny <laughs> story. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm one of those people like I went to see this movie, A Good Person. I don't know if you guys have seen or heard of it. It's a Florence Pugh Not like, yet. drama. It's very good. But I mean, I'm just sitting there and it, there's emotional things happening on screen and I'm just having like repeated like, did you just see like X, Y, Z? I can't help myself of making fun of these little idiosyncrasies and little things that I see. So, you know, getting airdropped a dick at 8 a.m. is kind of objectively funny, but like also <laughs> assault. You know, like, but also like, not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was the dick? Purple. Oh, that's all I remember. It was like very Wait, color. What? Yeah, it was purple. <laughs> no, it was just very. It looked yeah, very like purpley, pinky. Not so, pre- not pretty. Circumcised. Uh, from what I remember, yeah. All right, <laughs> Daniel, you have a look on your face like how? Oh, what, where did things go wrong for me? <laughs> no, no I, I've always I always end up thinking about the psychology of the guys that do that. Yeah. That's all. Like, is it is it that you're try? Is it that they're trying to? They have shame and they they get off on like the humiliation. Yes. Yeah. You know, like I want to be humiliated by making you look at No, no, shame. they're trying to humiliate women is they're what I think. They're trying to humiliate you, but I think it's are both. They, they're being humiliated too. Especially or if it's in it... person because then they're like, you fucking asshole and then they like like that. I yeah. Think. Right. Because I think, I don't know, sometimes weird shit happens when you're a kid and you're like, okay, that kind of yeah. was, like kids get weird. Oh, that's you know, a good point. Yeah. Things yeah. happen to them that makes them kind of turned on by things like that. it's just like right. some yeah. people like i remember watching love line once and <gasps> a woman what a great blast for the past I know. <laughs> 90s hello um it was all right but i was watching it and like they took a call where i'll never forget it because it was the first time i had heard of anything like this where these people were having sex the girl was drunk she was on top and she threw up on the guy and he liked it and oh i was my like God. what but to me that's like what the fuck but to him it was like i don't know the release or something yeah. turned him on wow. and so then he was like really that he had this kink and it's like kinks can be anything i don't want to kink shame anyone right but again consent a consent consent but can you imagine any sexual enjoyment 
being associated with the smell of vomit. Because for me, not. they're no. very far apart. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I did I talk about this last time about the phantom comer that I when I was working. Oh at, no. Okay, so when I was I working retail about, in New York, there was a guy who like he did it whenever there's a different salesperson in the <laughs> store. He would return a like a piece of clothing that was perfectly folded, like if it was he did uh, it was cargo shorts for me. But um, <laughs> where were you? What, what store was? I this? worked at Jack Spade. It was the men's, oh right, right. Yeah. That's what you did. Version that of Kate Spade. Yeah. Oh, and I loved it. It was a great job. But um, this guy returned some shorts that, and they were perfectly folded. So, and they had the tag and everything. So I didn't bother unfolding them to check. And then the he left. Pushes. And then I was going to go hang them up, open them, and there was just like he had come all over oh the gross. inside of what he had. And there were so that's what happened to me, and I alerted my boss and stuff. And then he did it with other clothes too, and he would just, you know, he just was really attracted to those clothes. <laughs> no, I think the fact that he returned them, it was like he was yeah. doing no, he a thing was to like yeah. to the salesperson to be like right. you know yeah. shocked and humiliated. Did, so logistics question, yeah. <laughs> did it take you? a second to figure out what it was like at first were you like yes. what the okay, yeah because I, I think i too would be like Whoa. it would it's take like, me a little while to figure interesting. it out interesting someone got some pillsbury cinnamon roll icing on here and, um <laughs> tricky tricky so you know viscous. yeah i don't um, think there's ever a scenario where unexpected cum is gonna be like <laughs> you're gonna know what it is immediately if she worked at a condom store and so yeah, I would yeah, you, you know, I, it was I knew pretty, pretty quickly. I'll, so I'll tell you that. But oh um, but yeah. And then it was like we warned everyone, but I wasn't there when he'd come in. So you could describe the guy, but it's just right. like white guy. <laughs> you should have done DNA work on that one. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of forensic files. So I think that's why my first that thought was like cool. they should have swiped it and, and put it through CODIS because I bet they would have gotten a hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, is that a thing that really exists? Yes. Okay. CODIS is a, a DNA uh, log of everybody that's ever been arrested or had to be mm. like swabbed or anything. Really? I don't think it's like 23andMe stuff like people say it is, but I right. think it's just like, you know, people who have been committed. Like uh, sex crimes. And committed stuff crimes. Come up. Yeah. All crimes. Like even robbery or any murders, Wait, anything so like that. so if you go to prison, they swab your DNA? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Wow. They put it in the system and sometimes it takes days to get a hit because there's so many people in the system. Dang. But if it's a person that's committed a crime and been arrested and convicted of it, then they will pop up. I mean, if they processed all the rape kits that are just sitting in closets, and, yeah, and right. they, that would actually probably be a great tool to, yeah. to run DNA testing. But I mean, how would you run it? That's the thing. You would have to like kind of narrow it down in order yeah. to like put it in there but um guys yeah. who live in the fashion district <laughs> garment district oh my god yeah. when you were in kindergarten or grade school did they take your thumbprint at a certain point yes i feel like they did and we had to we had to do like a thing like i'm nicole i'm this tall in this age right and like you had to say in case you ever oh really oh, wow. it was something but i think it was a like a place you went to you could get a service to like if you ever went mm. missing they would have a record of you okay because i remember in school also like a cop coming yeah. in and they're taking our thumbprint and i don't know what and i think because this came up recently on some some mom group I'm in on Facebook. And it was like, um, they say that it's like what Nicole is saying. So if anything ever happens, they have, they have a way to find you. But then someone was like, it's actually so that they have, you know, records of everyone and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that's true though. 
like something nefarious about it. Yeah, they always say they always say that. And I don't know. My my thing is the things that people think are probably true. (laughs) Like, I just I just assume there's a Nicole Thurman, like on the other side of the world, just living her life with all of my information. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm just like, it's going to happen. They're going to get me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't have fun with my $30 in the Bank of America. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm like, whatever. I I don't know. Like, like, are you talking about like the the turkey hand that everyone has? That's like, oh, yeah. Think of anything that they Oh, no, we're talking about actual thumbprint. I know. They I did didn't make do turkey that to hands, me. too. Not that I know. I have a yeah. question, though. So they take your thumbprint, right? And, you know, that's your fingerprint. But if you were to, like, you know, take a razor and cut the layer of skin off, would it grow back the same pattern? No, it I don't think so. It? That oh, never really? made sense to me. You can oh, always really? just change your fingerprint by if just you're... cutting it off. Ew, that's a lot of commitment. But so then, simple, you'd yeah. a, then you'd be a dead giveaway. I'd be like, oh, he cut his thumbprints right. off. It seems pretty suspicious. Guys, like, hey, man, it wasn't me. Holds his hands up and they're all raw fingers. <laughs> Wait, it wouldn't grow back roughly the same? I don't know. I, I, I always wondered that, I guess. Yeah, there's like, scar that feels like a real flaw in the system. Didn't if Kevin you have a different... Spacey's character in Seven, I think, may have done that. Oh. He, he had, like, the... Well, there's also, I think Adam Conover did an episode of Adam Ruins Everything where he talked about it's not true that everyone's like fingerprints, fingerprints are all unique. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that it's not entirely true. <laughs> oh, wow. I think also like something we should know. He does ruin everything. Then, he then. sure yeah. does. <laughs> I think also everyone's car key is not unique. No, oh, my mom boy. was just telling me a story. I mean, this is my mom and she has a lot of crazy things that happen to her in there, you know, so I'm like, it might've just been you, but she <laughs> said that she clicked uh, the little fob and she heard a beep beep from the car, got in the car, was like about to try to drive, was like, oh, that's weird. This car seems different than the <laughs> car I was driving. It was someone oh. else's Toyota. Oh my God. That's amazing. So I don't know. I think it's Whoa, possible. Yeah. And I, I, when I had my Toyota, it was the same thing too. Like I think that they do sometimes uh connect to other cars yeah. i just read an article about one way that they're stealing cars these days is they'll you know so your your fob it emits like a little radio signal but only for a very short mm-hmm. amount of or space mm-hmm. but that tiny signal can be amplified so they'll, they'll go out in front of someone's house or wherever they, they or work and they have these amplifiers and it'll amplify that signal enough to turn on the car and drive it away Ooh. Uh-oh. So, so they're saying, like, you know, if you really want to, you can put your key in like a, like a, a jammer, yeah, kind of yeah. thing or whatever to protect it. In a what? Like a Faraday, cha- whatever it is that oh. protects the signals from coming in or out. Oh, good lord! I, that. I thought you said like a ferret egg, and I was like, what's a <laughs> ferret egg? That is sounds expensive. Like, like wow, wow! Rich people, they got also everything. mammals and eggs. Right. Makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Ferrets are very strange. <laughs> I was watching Owen and I. Our crazy four-year-old. We're watching a video about pufferfish. Ooh, uh, yeah, he's really into pufferfish. He really is. I. He has they, the strangest interests. Yes, he's, I don't know what where he came from. <laughs> but I, I was thinking how weird it is that like this is this is going to be that this is going to sound like someone being like. Isn't it so weird that we keep plants in our home? Like a little tiny tree inside our house. It's going to sound like something that's not weird at all. But it just for some reason in that moment, I thought it was so weird that the fish lays their eggs. On like the the ocean floor. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. <laughs> no, that is weird. Everything is weird. About just the fact nature, that fish, yeah. fish and eggs. Even though I know that caviar and stuff, but yeah. there actually are some fish I believe that have live births. Um, There's a like lot that. of sh- like sharks yeah. have like um, a wide array of like if you look up shark egg sacs, 
they are weird, like looking, and they all like every type of shark has a different type, hmm. and there's some that give birth instead of. Oh um, wow! It really like, takes all kinds. Yeah. So I don't. I think that that's. I wrote an episode about that, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But. You know, <laughs> am I alone in not being super into sharks? Like a lot what of, do you mean into? Oh, because Shark Week exists, so yeah. like a lot of people are super people into sharks. Are that into makes it. sense. Like a lot yeah. of people look forward to that. I don't even know what's it's because it, of Sharknado. I think whatever oh. the new movie is is what oh, yeah. I think. Shark Tara Week. Reed. Shark Week. Really Shark, did. Everyone should just have Tara Reed Week. That's what it's really about. Um, Can I tell you? I was offered a role in a movie called Dark Skies, and it was one of those offers where it was like the day before I ne- would have needed to be on set or something oh. or like it, like it got, it got forwarded to me late or whatever. Um, and it's like, it just, we couldn't, it, it wasn't going to work. And then my agent was like, yeah, I don't think you need to do this. Blah, blah, blah. That was Sharknado. No, I know. Oh, that would have been good. Cult I famous. <laughs> I, I mean, it was like a, it was like a, like a two lines or something. You know, it was uh-huh. like it was like a. I don't know if it was a reporter. I don't know what it was. It wasn't like I was going to star in Sharknado, but still. I, that would have been cool. It would have been cool. I know. Dang, man. That would have been rad. <laughs> I don't know. I think about that. I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. When I get an audition from BET and I'm like, oh, my God. And I look at the script and it's like crazy. I'm like, do I have to do this? And my agent's like, uh, if you want, you don't have to. Um, but then what if it's something amazing? Like yeah. some crazy yeah. cult film that's yeah. like horrifically bad but good in that yeah, way? Yeah. Like The yeah. Room or whatever, you know? I feel like right now, I'm, and I hope this sticks around, where there's like this um, – it's it's like an anti-shame of just liking things that are campy. Like, yes. it's okay to like things that are, you know, technically or, like, bad. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's fun to, like, camp. Like, I, I've been re-watching Riverdale. And we mm. talked about this with yeah. Jordan. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Like, it's, like, bad, but it's good. I mean, but we've had reality television for a long time, haven't we? Yeah. Like, we've been watching trash forever. You're what, right. What is this, like, oh, it, it, this thing sucks and whatever. If there's an audience for it, it doesn't suck. Daniel oh. is yeah. obsessed, and I'm also obsessed, but not to the Daniel level, with Vanderpump. Yeah. we've. Oh, been, really? Oh I didn't gosh. get into that. I'm a oh. rock of love kind of bitch. Oh, okay. that's, like, the only reality <gasps> show I ever got on? No, it had three oh. seasons, oh. but I rewatched those three seasons many, many times. Amazing. That was during that period. Was that the guy from Poison? Like, yeah, Brett Michaels. Yeah. There was like a real trash period of reality. Oh, show that, that was VH1, Surreal yeah. Life. Yeah. Um, they oh, had yeah. a yeah. Surreal Life oh, yeah. reboot, I take it back. I and I didn't too. watch it. <laughs> what was the, um, uh, oh God, Flavor Flav show? Flavor Flav- of Love. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of love. Oh, my God. Didn't that like come from Surreal Life? Kind of, because um, those so. two Yes, because Brigitte Nielsen and Flavor had a little love connection. Oh, yeah. It was so cute. She called him Foofy Foofy. That was the uh, the early aughts when like low rise pants, the tackiest style you've ever seen, and then the worst reality, worst best yeah. reality shows are on. Like you know, people used to say the seventies were the worst decade, but I disagree. Oh, I no, the immediately the two thousand. <laughs> yeah, the aughts were the worst. So no, the seventies, they had great hair, great yeah. music. Yes. from what I remember, they also yeah. did have carpeting in the bathroom, though. Yeah, oh, so everybody has their flaws, but I did love surreal life. <laughs> there was, um, I remember Mini Me. Uh, Vern Troyer, I shouldn't mm-hmm. just call him oh, anything, yeah. but like Vern yeah. Troyer was in it, RIP, and uh, he had an uh, electric scooter, and he would get yeah. he would get pretty turnt, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, what does that so mean? Like, you get pretty drunk, and I mean, all of them like to party. Was Adrian Curry someone? For <laughs> yeah, that? she was in that yeah. season yeah. along with Peter Brady. Yes. They got married, yes. married to Brady, or like whatever. They had a reality show together too. Oh, yeah. But um, I think that this Florence was that Henderson season. was in one year, but she really? didn't live in the house. Oh well, that's right. Will you look and that like, up, Tony? Uh, but uh, my favorite thing, Gary about, Coleman, I think. Yeah, Vern Troyer got so drunk that they were kind of following him around to make sure he was okay, and then he just like. Pissed in a house plant from his yeah. scooter, and I was like, oh, wow. "God, this show rules!" I, like, I feel like I know, have to. Uh, sorry, uh, yes. just re- just I know I've talked about it on the show briefly before, but I need everyone to remember. <laughs> uh-huh. I was at Vern Troyer's high school graduation. Wait, I don't. What you talked about this on the show? I was briefly. I present for this? Please, briefly. Briefly. Oh, was it during a quiz? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Please didn't explain. give the honorary speech. <laughs> no. Please explain. Uh, I was pr- I was pretty young, but my he uh, small town in Michigan that he grew up. My cousin went to school with him and graduated with him. Wow. So yeah. How did you put it together? Uh, I weirdly, it seems like I would like have that in ingra- seeing someone that's, especially as a kid, I feel like I, that would be burned in my brain. Weirdly, it wasn't, but my sister reminded me, like, I think when the Austin Powers movies first came out, my sister one day was like, remember that's Steph's friend Vern? It's like, oh my wait, what? Gosh. Yeah. That so funny. <laughs> that's so, so cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, Vern on that show, I think it's maybe just because of what we saw on that show. My reaction was just, I, I felt it made me sad. Like it just, he seemed really... It just seemed sad to me. Like I this don't guy know. Pissing in house plants and stuff. He only did wasn't... that that one time, and there's like uh, everyone else was just as trash. Well, yeah, it's like everybody <laughs> embarrassed themselves. Yeah. But I felt like that was the season where everybody was having fun with each other, and mm-hmm. they were like enjoying each other's company, mm-hmm. and there like wasn't that much drama, and it right. felt like it didn't. Nothing felt very mean spirited. I feel like it was just people having a good goofy time. One of the um, one of the one of the shows I enjoyed from that period though was the Bad Girls. Club. Oh hell yeah! I know what is that? That oh. was just like they would get. I don't know where they'd find these girls. They were all. Like, it was on Oxygen, troubled. Oprah's. Yeah, and it was like, like yeah, Daniel. How have I been with you this long? And this is like when it turned out that you were like having all sorts of like sample snacks at work, and just I'm like, like, you have a whole secret snacking lunch work well, life, and now you had a whole secret like watching 2006 life. 2006 or something, but I mean, these were all like girls who've been in and out of you know jail and stuff i mean these were like hardcore and then just put them all in a house and it was just constant fighting it was just like let's make the most insane reality show we possibly can and um yeah not very empowering to win <laughs> no no it's, it's empowering tragic. bad girls <laughs> yeah. yeah they were like drinking all the time and Always. they were like club party girls is also the vibe party girls it was like right. party girls like that Jersey just Shore. too much yeah yeah it was, it was all women just beating the shit out of each other <laughs> <Just> go girl <laughs> you go girl <laughs> yeah rock of love and flavor of love were like that too though yeah. totally yeah. yeah totally cause remember they had uh, New York and oh, what the heck was that New basketball York. girl was it basketball basketball girl pumpkin 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 Pumpkin. Pumpkin. <laughs> New York and Pumpkin had like a big thing. Like they Pumpkin was the one other. who spit on her. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. I remember that. The spit heard around the world. Yes. <laughs> like I really missed out. Yeah. I don't uh, even know how I know this because I don't watch reality TV. But then I now I know uh, I guess I used to. I know. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. Those right. are the only ones I ever watched. Right. New York was like the best thing to ever happen to reality television. Oh, and she's, then didn't she have her own show called like I Love New I York? Love New York. Yeah. And I mean she's kind of a you know, she could be kind of problematic. But overall, it was like she knew how to make good TV. Oh, she like, fucking did. She sure fucking did. She it's funny did. how even when you didn't 
did someone just say this? Like, even when you didn't watch it, it still seeped in. Like, oh. I'm aware of I Love New York, well, but I didn't. The soup, the soup that's oh. right. Yeah. 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 All right. So, Tony, uh, do you have an, uh, a breaking news update? Okay. Uh, yes, for your question you asked. Florence Henderson was on The Serial Life. She was the house therapist, and they called her Dr. Flo. Yeah. Did she have a, she didn't have like a degree in therapy though or anything, did she? Uh, that, but she's a mom. And, mom but energy. I just remember she like didn't live in the house with them. And I was thinking that's a neat little exception you worked out for yourself. But you know who is a therapist? The woman who played the mom on 90210. And yes, 90210 did come up the last time you were on, Emily. But um, uh, Cindy Walsh, the actress, oh, is, a, is a therapist now. Oh, mm-hmm. that's nice. Mm. She just acting got slow, and then she was like, "I'm going into therapy." This is I what- <laughs> is. I do not know this whole story, but I know that uh, someone I know and her and the woman I know's husband they were going to couples counseling to her. And I was just like, I would just be like, "You're Cindy Walsh." Yeah, you're Cindy Walsh the whole time. Brendan and Brenda's mother. Exactly. Is that what their names were? Brendan yes. and Brenda. <laughs> that sounds. That's crazy. Bran- Brenda and Brandon. Brenda and Brandon. It's a little too. Oh Come goodness. on. Yeah. It's a little too close. Um, all right. Let's talk about something that I am curious about. Uh, Nicole's crazy car accident experience. Mm. That's what because- I'm going to call my, like, my ride at Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Cause I follow you. Yeah. You're one of my favorite accounts to follow. Yeah. Uh, so I saw the whole, all the stories about it and stuff. In fact, I would have asked you back on the show sooner, but I didn't know that you were in my mind, like, it still must be hard for you to get around given yeah. everything that happened. So anyway, fill us in. Yeah. Uh, so, oh God, now it's almost been two months. On the 10th, it'll be two months ago. I was driving to tape an audition and long story short, got in a car wreck with, it turned out to not be a semi. I thought it was oh, a semi. Oh, that's right. But what it was was a flat, I mean, it's the same damn thing, a flatbed truck that mm. like had a semi front to it, more or mm. less a huge mm-hmm. truck. Uh, and I, I, I got T-boned on my passenger side by it. Oh, and, uh, I ended up breaking my back and I had to have emergency surgery on it. I broke my clavicle. So you can see there's a cool, weird, random bump on my shoulder. Uh, I broke or I had hairline fractures on my neck. I had a concussion and it was just Mm. everything about it was crazy. I've never been in a car, a a big car wreck ever. I've never had surgery. I've never had to stay in the hospital. I was in the hospital for two weeks. So it was just it was a very intense accident that happened at like 830 in the morning. That's that's the dickening time. There's a dickening time. We're supposed to get dick. We're supposed to get dicks airdropped into our phones, not Rex. I got T-bone. I didn't get a bone. Yeah, yeah, he was busy. He probably was airdropping a dick. Yeah, it was. It was a. very scary and yeah I feel like I'm starting to like come back into the Mm -hmm. world now and I think that people are always like surprised when they see me because they think that I'm going to be like hobbling with canes and whatnot but it's (laughs) like I've been working really hard in uh, physical therapy and all that so I'm getting a lot better but it was crazy it was crazy and it's it was just I don't know it was a crazy experience I don't uh, yeah Yeah. were you like did you was it like there's a like you blacked out and then opened your eyes yes. and there's the paramedics oh, or yeah. like what? Like, <sighs> yes, I was. So I remember, uh, yeah, I was driving and then I saw the truck and I go, oh my, like I said, oh my God, because I was like, oh my God, I'm about to get hit by a semi. <sighs> and I knew there was nothing I could do. Like it was just one of those moments where you're like, wow. okay. I was like, oh my God. And then blackout. And then like lights up and I, there was paramedics around me and they were all like, you know, she keeps repeating herself. So we need to make sure she doesn't have a brain injury. And I was like, what? I'm not repeating myself. What are you? I'm not even talking to you guys. And then they were like, oh, she's awake. And I, I didn't know 
what was going on. I looked over and I saw my car and I was like, holy shit. Cause it was, it was really messed up. Uh, but I, where it, were, I couldn't like, even process. Where it. were you? Were you I was in, the- by a uh, Warner brothers. No, no. I mean like, were you on oh. the ground? If you were not in mm. your car, were you, did they have you on a stretcher? Yeah. They had me on a stretcher on the ground. And like, it's so interesting because I feel like there were, I was so goofy through the whole thing. And I guess it's because they gave me medicine and I'm obviously cannot be serious. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm broken. <laughs> um, because like I-, I called my friend, my friend Lynn was uh, incredible. She was there in like two seconds. So they took me in an ambulance to the hospital. And I remember like holding the paramedics hands and being like, you know, is this going to like, is this going to suck? Like what's going to happen? Like, you know, I don't know any, I've never been in an ambulance. Yeah. I never have. A, it just was everything about it was so surreal. And I guess I call, I don't remember this, but I called my friend, I FaceTimed her and I was like, so I got into a little accident. And then she said that I put my hand up to like wipe away my hair. And I had like a blood on my hand and my nails. Oh. And she was like, I knew it was a bad accident right when you did that. And it was just so weird because it was like, Oh I was repeating myself a lot because I had a concussion. And so I was just repeating myself, asking the same questions and forgetting things. And so they put me in an MRI. I remember that because I asked them to play Beach House. You guys know the band Beach yeah. House? I was like, can you play Beach House? I've always heard MRIs suck. And so <laughs> oh, I played nice. the music. And so they were playing Beach House. And uh, But yeah, then I got out of the MRI and they were like, you did break your back and it is bad enough that you need surgery this immediate moment. And then this, this, so the, the, the break was really, it's really bad because a lot of people do get paralyzed from it. I broke, uh, I had a L1 burst fracture is what it's called, which literally is what it sounds like. Your, your vertebrae just bursts yeah. into pieces. And so like part of my bone was leaning on my spinal oh, cord. Geez. All little pieces of my bone were in the spinal fluid, but like, Sorry if this is gross. No, no, no. Okay. I don't know how much, how much detail it's supposed to be, but it was, it was, it's interesting to me because that kind of stuff, I mean, and the fact that I went through it was, and so like they were telling me this, but also you can be incontinent. And so one of the ways they check to make sure you're not incontinent is some bitch sticks her finger up your ass (laughs) and she didn't even count to three. And I kept saying, you didn't even count to three. She just like stuck her finger in my butt and she was like, squeeze. And I did. And she was like, okay, good. Because so I gotta break can... my back to get that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta break your back to get a finger in your crack. Okay, that's like a. I guess that's also a way of testing to make sure that you still have all the feeling. Yeah, yeah. And then that was the other thing was they kept doing the like you know, and I could feel things. Uh, Wait, there I- isn't any other way to test whether you're incontinent or not <laughs> i mean they could just wait until you let loose but like i don't think they want to do that yeah. no they have to like because if your mu- muscles can flex right. that means you have movement yeah. down there uh so yeah i took i went to the surgery and then afterwards oh my god it was just burning horrific oh, nerve pain wow. from my hips down uh it, it went away i'm still on nerve medication but like it was I mean, so this, I, I never want that to come uh, back ever again. That, that was, was like ever. right after you got, like they take yeah, your hospital, do the, so you're awake the whole time, do the MRI yeah. and then take your surgery. And then it was a five hour surgery, which I've never oh had. My when God. you were, were you awake during this? No, no, I was no. out. Yeah, I was out. When you were in the MRI and before surgery, would you remember that pain? Like, was that incredible pain? I get it's it's really interesting because I have a weird memory anyway. Like I have a kind of like a my memory comes in a <laughs> like brownout. Like it's like have you ever heard of bl- a brownout when you're drinking? It's yeah. like you're not blacked mm. out. You remember just pieces. I feel like I remember pieces because 
if you look at the reports, which I've, I've been kind of obsessively looking over a lot of the reports just because I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, what happened to right. me? Yeah. Like it was just, it just came from nowhere and it was the craziest experience. Uh, but a lot of the reports will say I was complaining of, you know, back pain, hip pain. My legs were tingling, but my right is, was worse than my left, which, you know, everything on my right side was what got messed up. But, um, I don't remember being in like a ton of pain. But you remember I, it after the surgery. I re- after the surgery because I was in the ICU for at least one or two nights. I can't remember. But the first night was like the worst pain I've ever felt. In my- the first mm. three days were like, I mean, people who have like neuropathy where it's yeah. just like nerve. I don't know how they literally yeah. get through the day. I'm not even like it's like it was just burning from hips uh. down. And there's nothing that makes it better. You just have to keep asking them for pain meds. And when you have anxiety, because I have anxiety. So when you do mm. and they put that on your chart. Every time you ask for pain meds, they say, you're just anxious. Oh, oh God. Wow. And I was like, I swear what? to God, if y'all tell me I'm anxious all the time. I was like, I know the difference between anxiety and pain. I get that people abuse that stuff, but totally. like we can, you can take pain away. So take it away. Take yeah. it away. Like, My thing is that too, is like, I didn't ask for you to give me opioids. I specifically said, don't give me opioids, but then they did. You did. And why, yeah. why did you say not to? Just because I was like scared. I was like, I don't uh, want the Sacklers near my body. Like, I was, you know me, I'm goofy. I was just saying goofy shit, but I was yeah. kind of meaning it because I was scared I was going to get addicted to it because I just thought that's what happened. Right. You know? and right. I, like, I don't want to be that person that then has to go through that process of getting off of it. Now that sounds like anxiety. Hey, oh my God, right? That's anxiety. <laughs> yeah. If, they, if I had told them that story, I would understand why they'd yeah, say Yeah, the anxiety. idea that anxiety somehow makes you In more an pain. addict. Yeah. But also, um, maybe there's a reason to be anxious. Yeah, I know. yeah. right. Is like, it anxiety if it actually is? It's like a, a real a human emotion. It's an like actual okay like emergency. A yeah. lady stuck her finger in my butt. I'm anxious. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to poop and pee I on my own. My oh my back. god! Yeah, I'm like, anxious. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't know. I mean, I knew that I. Because like when I got out of the surgery, I remember one of the doctors saying, you're lucky a lot of people don't walk away from this. And he meant literally they don't <sighs> walk after this injury. Yeah, I mean, that and, sounds yeah. like you were close. Yeah. Oh. It, I mean, it was literally like leaning on the... Mm-hmm. So did you fly through the windshield or anything? No, I had a seatbelt on. So, okay. But I'll show you guys pictures of my car afterwards. It was... Oh it was very bad. It was so, it's the crazy thing where it's like everything was torn up and then my seat is kind of just there with the airbag went off. Wow. The airbag is why I had the concussion. Yeah. So so you didn't it make crazy. it to the audition? Just kidding. No, I did <laughs> not make it to the audition. <laughs> and I was supposed to do a voiceover later that day and I was like, sorry, I can't when, make it. When they told you you have to go to surgery right now, were you scared? Yeah, I go, no. That's what I did. Because I, I was like, I don't want to go to surgery. Because I was hoping that I would get the MRI and they would say it's not that bad. Yeah. But they were like, it is that bad and we're going now. It was like, it wasn't, there was no time to think. It was like, you know, Ms. Thurman consented to the surgery. And I was like, I, don't, I think I said, no. And then I just went because I knew I had to go, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. How do you consent to surgery when you're like on drugs? <laughs> so crazy. Because they tell you all the things and if you're, I, apparently if you're saying like okay that's fine you know because it's it's just did they contact your family like how did that all well, work who's got, your emergency contact well that's now it's asking. my friend lynn because lynn was who i called at first because i think i was worried about my dog i think that's probably why i called her because i had just gotten a dog like three Izzy. months before Izzy, i love i love baby. the love story between you and izzy mm-hmm. me and izzy are so in love sometimes i have to hold my best self back from posting about her just all day i'm obsessed with her but um uh 
It was crazy. I mean, it, it was so silly, but it was, it's very me because I told Izzy I would be, I would be back in two hours because I was yeah. supposed to be just a short little errand. So I literally said, I'll be right back. I'll be back in two hours, which of course she doesn't understand that. But at the same time, yeah. I kept being like, I told her two hours. <laughs> and I was in the, the whole time I was in the hospital, I was crying yeah. every other day about Izzy and like, is she, but my friend Lynn just took Lizzie, <laughs> took Lizzie. My friend Lynn took Izzy and her ex-boyfriend was like watching. And then I had her call my mom and I think I said call my mom and then I said call Phil who's my ex-boyfriend but he you know we had just broken up not that long before and so like my mom flew in the next day Phil was there the next morning like and then so then it was like everybody knew because Lynn was handling everything that's so nice like there's like texts on my phone that are not me obviously and then there's like emails that I didn't send that she was just because it was like I was supposed to be places I you know it was it was like so much, but she handled almost all of it the first That's week. Great. That's the really first nice. week I was just on pain meds in the hospital, you know, dying. What a good friend. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really intense. All of it was. But yeah, she's a great friend. Um, I teared up when you were reunited with Izzy. Yeah. I think everyone who saw that did. Yeah. And then also when your mom arrived, I was like, oh, good. Yeah. I was like, I'm really Aww. happy for you. Yeah, she came the next day and it's. So it's just crazy because that's another thing I don't remember her like coming there. But there's like a picture of us where she was like looking, you know, kind of sad. But I was just like, hey, yeah. <laughs> but like I yeah, it was great. She was there. the whole, She stayed the whole time I was in the hospital. Um, half the time I was, you know, we were fighting because I was in pain and I'm, you know, I was like, get away from me. And she was like, I'm trying to help and you're being awful. Um, but it was I was glad she was there. I mean, yeah. I didn't want her to not be there. That's for sure. So. It was great. And then it was like, I don't know. It's just everything. Sometimes I, I'm not really that hippy dippy, but with this wreck, I kind of was because it's like, I, I really felt like I was just so low, like the week before, like just feeling so alone. Like LA sucks so mm-hmm. fucking hard sometimes. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so alone. I have no friends. I, my jobs, you know, aren't popping right now. Like everything sucks. And then, as soon as the accident happened, my friend was immediately there. My mom was immediately there. My ex was there holding my hand. My, you know, agents and friends and everybody was sending me money and flowers and just being so incredibly loving. I had so many people visit me. It was just really like a fucking powerful experience. And I literally, you can see how fast I talk. I had to slow down so much in every way. Like literally just going to the bathroom was a victory. Like I, I made this nurse let me go to the bathroom because I was like, bitch, if you don't let me stand up, I swear to God. <laughs> Cause I, there, I was like, I can't do this bedpan shit. Um, but anyway, uh, it was, um, it was a crazy experience, but it was, it showed, I think I learned a lot from it. So I hope I can hold on to it. Everybody should have this experience. Yeah. I should, everybody should have like, maybe just like fall and get stitches or something and learn a lesson because I don't yeah. recommend breaking your back. Oh, it's very painful. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you're okay. That's yeah. so, yeah. That's a- Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm very glad. I feel like it's, you know, it's still just such a, there's so much to deal with after that. It's like the fallout of it. Like getting out of the hospital, you're like, oh, great. I'm done with the hospital because that's a horrible part of it. But then right. you have to do, you know, all the paperwork and all the other stuff that you're trying to figure out. And, you know, I had to get a new car and it's just everything's been pretty intense, but um, yeah. I'm dealing with it. I'm, I'm learning to be an adult very quickly. <laughs> I kept thinking like when I was in the ICU, I was like, how many days? Because I'm paying for this shit. Like, luckily I have insurance. Like, 
I just was lucky. Do I was have, lucky in a lot of ways. Do you have anxiety about driving at yeah. this point? Not, I, I, it's funny because whenever people ask me, I'm like, no, not really. And then I'm like, I only have anxiety when I have to cross the street and a car is coming towards me yeah. because I can't run. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'll be able to eventually, but I literally physically cannot run. I try to, and it just feels like my feet are like, no, no, but I can mm. walk, but I can't mm-hmm. run. Uh, and so I get nervous about cars when they're, you know, like they won't stop. And then I get like, I do have a lot of like twitchy moments. Like Izzy is insane and she is not used to this car either. So it's got like bucket seats kind of and leathery bucket seats kind of. And so she's like flying. When I first drove with her, she was flying all over the car and just like, run, like she's just not very good at just sitting still. Mm-hmm. And it was giving me like panic attacks. So yeah. I had to get her like a little seat to sit in. Um, so yeah, I have moments like that. Like even when I was driving over here, because you live kind of close to where the accident was. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I made like, like all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I have to turn here. And then I was like, ah, cause I did it too. You know, it just makes me like any quick moves. Mm-hmm. I try to go take everything a lot slower now. Yeah. yeah my, my mom has a, a, a woman that she worked for who had this crazy random accident happen where this awning, this like concrete, giant concrete awning, like fell on her. Oh my God. Rushed every bone in her body. She doesn't remember any of it. Jesus. Um, she miraculously recovered. And then one day she walked past it. She has no memory of the accident. Walked past it. Nothing. She's like, nothing. The next day, all of her hair fell out. Oh. <gasps> Like oh, her like body, alopecia like, stress, like yeah, yeah, like her body went into this kind of shock, oh. and she didn't know. And I just think, like, I can't imagine yeah. having to deal with, it. and especially with something like driving, yeah, where you have to, you have no choice. And I was already you a nervous to, driver in LA yeah. because I just think people drive crazy here, and so yeah. I was just like already, I would, you know, and my my old car just was, it was like. A convertible so it's kind of hard to see outside of it and so i was always anxious about it anyway so yeah it's like it just yeah you have no choice but to do you it and have no have choice to but to sit it. in the damn car oh. when we were pulling out of the hospital my mom picked me up in my grandparents car and like she pulled out quickly and like this truck was coming towards mm. us me where i was freaking sitting in the seat where i was like in a back brace and i was like mom and she's like it's okay he saw me and i'm like yeah but the thing is i just got in a wreck with a huge truck and i would prefer not to get into one when i'm coming out of the hospital right. like it's it's just that feeling of and then when i see like big flatbed trucks i just have a feeling of like Ugh, yeah because right. I'm, I just, I'm thankful for brains though. Cause like what you, what you were saying was, that sounds so <laughs> You know what I'm thankful for is brains. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I am brains though, because what you're saying about that woman, how she doesn't remember anything, your body is a beautiful thing. It literally just shuts it off. Yeah. That reminds me of an emo Phillips joke. He's like, mom. My favorite organ in, my, in the body is the brain, but then I think, who's telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, brains are weird. Yeah, oh, brains. That is, is hilarious. It your favorite? It's my favorite. It's my um, favorite now. Yeah, it's amazing what you're aware of, and you don't have a, a consciousness of it. You know, yeah. and stuff. It's pretty fast. Your body just like t- like shuts it off right. pretty much. I think that's what somebody was telling me was that I was probably in shock when I got to the hospital, and mm-hmm. that's why I don't remember a lot of the oh, things. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, like it's there. You're just not. Yeah, like it's there, and that's why I remember it in pieces. But I mean, I remember like the first night I had a really mean nurse in the ICU, but I was probably really annoying because I was in so much pain and I couldn't sleep. And she like she said something like, you know, just you, you you're gonna have to tell what you want all at once because we are very understaffed we're you know overworked right now and i was like i don't know what to tell you i was like i'm sorry but like 
my legs are on fire right now. I understand that you're overworked and you're exhausted, but I just need you to be kind to me. Just Did you say that or you yeah. thought that? No, oh, I I'm said so it. glad you said that. Oh, I yeah. said it. And oh, I, good. I, like, I understand. Like yeah. nurses are, are nurses have such hard jobs, but like I also, I, mean, I had these like things on my legs that were to keep my legs oh, from clotting. Right. So they're sure. like, you know, everything yeah. was just so uncomfortable. And so she was nicer after that. It was. Oh, good. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. I had to do it with a pharmacist too. Cause it's just like sometimes they, they, they deal with so much. They forget. That, yeah. They like, get, I think it's called compassion fatigue. Yeah. They forget. Yeah. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause that's what it feels like where it's like, Hey, remember, I, I understand you, but you have to understand me too. Right. And I think that that really helps as opposed to like yelling or being like, let me speak to your manager. What was her immediate response when you said that? She was just kind of like, okay, all right. And then she kind of walked away. And then the rest of the night she was chill. Like that's it was so good. Very different that's response. So good. Yeah. yeah. Same with the, uh, with the pharmacist she was really rude to me and then i just like literally like put my cane on the counter <laughs> leaned over in my brace and i was like listen i understand you think that i'm, I'm trying to be weird with these prescriptions because one of them says oxycodone but i didn't make that prescription and i just yeah. got out of the hospital and i'm in a lot of pain i just want to go home and take my pain pills so can yeah. you just pr- please help me out and then she helps you know like it's what was she, was she like trying not to give it to you or? yeah because they wrote they didn't like the computer system wasn't working so they just gave me like a slip of paper that was like give her oxycodone i mean it was uh, prescription but right. it's like on a eight by eleven piece yeah. of paper so it looked like i just, just wrote a prescription you wrote it for yourself. right yeah i was like and literally when, when they gave it to me they was like sorry the system's not working i was like you expect me to go get drugs with these papers it was like you know eight ten medications yeah and, and two of them three of them were like intense painkillers so mm. yeah Jesus. but yeah i just it was uh the whole experience was crazy, but I did. I also worked with a lot of uh, incredible nurses, incredible physical therapists and in- just incredible friends really coming through for me when I needed it. I may have now I'm like, did I already ask you this when you came on in the past? But I feel like your ability to handle those situations in the moment really well mm-hmm. is very impressive. And was that something that you have have you always had that skill or did you have to work on that i'm <clears throat> excuse me i'm realizing that i have that skill because i haven't gone i mean i did okay i think it's uh, how do you say it? childhood trauma <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i think that like i honestly i i'm learning because i haven't gone through a lot of crazy experiences as an adult mm-hmm. um but like we haven't dealt with a lot of death in our family but when we when like when my grandma died I realized like, uh, of course you cry for a minute, but then I kind of was like, okay, you know, but, but she was 94 and she was ready and she, and she got to see Trump fucking lose an election and she wanted that so bad, you know? And so it was like stuff like that. But I, I, I think that I'm realizing that when I have some, some everyday things happen, I get more frustrated than if a huge thing happens. Cause I think a huge thing is so big that I cannot, I, I just can't. And I, I mean, a lot of people say that to me, like, I can't believe you're being funny on Instagram while you're like, cause I literally like before it was either before or after I went to surgery, I was on Instagram, like being goofy and like, you know, putting <laughs> filters on my face and being just a dummy. But it's like, I think it's just because it's too much. I'm not, I'm not a wallower. I never mm-hmm. wallowed in this either because also it's like, I'm alive. I mean, what am I, what's wrong? I'm alive and I'm walking and, you know, I I have a cool scar on my back, but it's a cool one. You know, it's like, I don't, it's like kind of like, I think it's an ability that I'm realizing I have. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I, especially in medical situations, I I think I'm getting better, but I think I have, I think a lot of people do the tendency to sort of just get overwhelmed or cowed or pushed around, you know, like my, 
not the same at all. Yeah. <laughs> but my experience giving birth to Elliot, it was sort of a long traumatic, uh, yeah, birth thing. And there, the a couple of the nurses were just kind of off, awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did not have it in me at all to say like what you said to them. I was just mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that happens a lot. It's either like you take it, yeah. people take it, or they get mean, which does not work, right. obviously. No. You but know? you were also, it, when that was happening, you were in a lot of pain. Right. But and so was Nicole. A lot. Yeah. Well, yes, that's true. I mean, I, I had been. I don't know that you were quite even aware of what. Right. How to handle yeah. Right. But I think that, and my. You know, I talked about that whole experience, like worked on that therapy and stuff. And my when I gave birth to Owen, that was a really good experience Mm -hmm. and kind of like healing in a way. Um, But I think, too, I had this feeling of like all these people are in charge of my care. So I'm like afraid to piss them off or, I, Mm -hmm. you know, that was the thing, too, is like it wouldn't have even occurred to me that I could 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 talk to them. Yeah. Um, in like an honest way and say what I need because what if I piss them off and then they, I don't know, yeah. give me a shot in a painful way. Or I don't even know what I was afraid of, just something. Like I felt so powerless. Yeah, well, I was covered in bruises. So I was like, you can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I had like an IV in my ankle. I was like, what is that? How, who did that? IV um, in no. your ankle, wow. Yeah, it was like this thing and they had a, I don't know. They had brace. I don't know what was happening. I had yeah. so many. I had this one thing in, on my arm and I was like, what is this? And they're like, it's a, like a package in case you code and we need to like resuscitate you. They oh, put geez. something on your arm. I don't even know. I don't know what was happening because yeah. they took it off one day. and I was like, did I break my did I break something? And they're like, no, it's just like in case we need to. But yeah, I just think that. um uh, yeah, there's just like I, I I I don't know. I worked in the service industry forever, and I I know that if somebody would talk to me like, "Hey, remember, I'm a person. I'm not just a lady that asked for a fork 15 times." You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> yeah. I would get really annoyed with people sure. because you get fucking tired at these jobs, and like nurses, you know, they're cleaning up poop half the day, yeah. and you know. But I don't know. I I don't know what it is, but it's like I just I I think it's just it's I really see good. the other people's point of view or something, mm-hmm. and I realize that like. I know you're not a jerk because you're a nurse and nurses are good people, you yeah. know, but they also are stretched so thin, especially when I was in when I was in the second hospital because I went to a rehab hospital after. But it's like the way they're working these shifts, 12 hours, and they have like Crazy. barely any time off so and they'd awful. be back. And I'd be like, Mary, why are you here again? <laughs> and Mary would be like, time for gabapentin. You know, she was, she was, and that's how I say it every time I take it. Now I go gabapentin. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't It's it's. It's interesting because I don't ever think I have this different way of processing, but sometimes, but then people say stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Maybe I do. Oh. Yeah. I think most people in a, in a situation where they're the patient, they, it is not uncommon, especially if it's the first time they're there to, yeah. for, to feel pretty powerless. Yeah. Well, I think that like, I don't know, maybe it's like dealing with like, you know, reps, having reps as an actor, it's the same way where it's like you, you, you grow up thinking like, I gotta be nice or they're gonna drop me. And then it's like, well, they wouldn't even be getting paid if I didn't work. So like they, they, (laughs) I can talk to them how I want to, I can get stuff done that I need to get done, but I have to figure out a way to go about it so that I can relate to them. Right. I don't know. It's it's kind of, yeah, it is a similar thing of this feeling of like, you're doing me a favor by representing me. You're doing me a favor by being my nurse. And it's like, it's not that simple no it's like that yeah it's not that simple and i think that once you realize that you have more power than you than you know then you don't forget it in any situation that's how i that's how i feel and i feel like the older i get the more i feel like i'm powerful and i'm not mean i'm just like i found i get things done right (laughs) because i know that yelling does not do it well (laughs) you know who 
you don't have to worry about this stuff with. That's not a good segue, but listen, (laughs) you've been stewing about a health problem you have. You almost resort to texting your group chat to get your friend's opinion. Uh, You're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat, but you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and give you the expert care you need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. Uh, No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash best friend and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C, dot com slash best friend zocdoc dot com slash best friend. It's so fun to say. Zocdoc. Zocdoc. Zocdoc is really good though. I've I've used it a lot, especially in New York actually, because yeah. I feel like more doctors there use it and mm-hmm. you like you can really find a good doctor from looking on there. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Zocdoc.com slash best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Let's say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to the couple Yes, that is a Tony jingle. Hey. He's so good. The tunes. Uh, hello and welcome to Jen Elsner, to Elizabeth Skipper, to Ali Noth, to Stephanie Brown, and to Aaron Hartig. Is it Hartig or is it Harting? Uh, Aaron, I owe you. I wrote down Harting. I'm going to say Harding. Aaron Harding. I think that's right. And she is at the texting level and signed up for an annual subscription. Welcome, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful time. Also, some of my hardcore, devoted, beautiful, and sassy and stylish. I'm just trying to throw uh, erudite, (laughs) renowned. I'm just throwing positive adjectives at them. Listeners have been doing this thing that they call Allison Con or Allison Weekend. They're the ones who do uh, BFF Fancast, which is a podcast about my podcast. Um, And they get together... uh, for a weekend and like record and have fun together. And they just had their eighth one and uh, um, more people flew in for it than ever before. It was like the biggest one they had. Oh, um, shit. Really? That's so nice. Did they dress as you? <laughs> no, but Megan had like a, the, if you look at my old logo right there, the heart with me and the sunglasses, Megan had that on her arm oh. and her wife had drawn it on her arm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, wow. it was her wife's an artist. It was really, it was really fun to look at the pictures and stuff. So um, yeah. that, uh, I just love that that exists. Okay, let's see. What should we, Emily, where are you with like advocating for yourself and speaking up and stuff? I was actually uh, thinking about this. I mean, I I don't know of many instances with um, hospitals or things that I could think of, but um, I've had some people in my life who've, you know, been mean or kind of, you're like, wait, I feel something where this person, I always, it's like when I walk away, I know that somebody was, hey, that was really they were being mean or that was a backhanded compliment or um yeah that was that person was being mean and then um uh, my mom always like has told me that the ultimate way to like deal with 
a person who you think is being rude to you because you don't know if they are yet mm-hmm. is just to be like, is there, do you have a problem with me right now? <laughs> like, just ask the question and be like, it feels like you're mad at me. Like, right. or just, just going, yeah, just you know, call it out. Do we have a problem? Like, it just saying that. What about what you looking at? Uh, yeah, no, but it's just like to kind of go, it's, it feels like you're trying to make me feel bad. Is yeah. that what's happening? Like, and then if they like respond weird and just be like, that's just, do we have a problem? Like, kind of thing. It's like, that's the best way to do it. But I always forget to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard. I just kind of go, well, I'm just going to act like it didn't happen yeah. and walk away and try not to think about it, but I'm going to fester over it yeah, forever. And then, you know, and so that's my, my big issue, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, so I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it, but I think I come a- across as intense mm-hmm. sometimes because I let things fester and then I'm like, ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I'm trying to get better and, and just be more chill about it and just say things in a curt, direct but calm way. Yeah. I'd love to get there one day. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, it's hard because that takes like in a way this like level of comfort and honesty in your communicating, which we're not fucking socialized to do. Oh, is that too? Like, you know what I mean? I just think that pe- we have a culture of politeness. I talk about this mm-hmm. all the time because I think a lot of the reasons like couples have issues or whatever is because people don't, they're scared to speak up or they mm-hmm. want to be nice or they want to be polite. And then you end up being like, wait a dang second, that motherfucker should have gone, you know, you and it's hard to say it in the moment because we're trained to like, to be polite to each other. But also, I don't trust my own brain a lot of times. Yes. Where yeah. I just kind of go, maybe I'm taking this too personally and this doesn't feel good. But like maybe we gaslight I gaslight ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, maybe I should just kind of think about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then the moment passes and it's not like you can go, hey, you said this one thing to me three days ago and I've really thought about it and I would like to have a discussion. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of weird. It's like, I wish that my brain in the moment would. And that's why I think the saying like, hey, is. Is uh, is do you have a problem with me like right now and just saying it like that and if they go no I was just saying this this and this and go oh okay cool like or if they right. go uh and they're like stuttering because you caught them in the moment mm-hmm. then you know like mm-hmm. hey I'm not gonna really put up with that <laughs> yeah like yeah I'm perceiving I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah and it's yeah. not actually okay yeah. so don't do it yeah 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 sometimes I think in myself. That thing where I'm like, I feel like I'm picking up on something. Am I imagining it? Am I expecting too much? Am I being too sensitive? Am I like all that, all that, which I'm like really trying to get better with. A large part of it is just like how I was raised. (laughs) Um, But I think also a lot of it is a way to avoid having to do take action or do anything scary. Yeah. Like I would rather walk away from a situation thinking like, oh, I'm overreacting than look at the truth which is like no someone was kind of a shit to me because mm-hmm. yeah. then it's like that pushes you towards well what how do i handle it and then yeah. i don't want to have to handle something yeah. <laughs> maybe we're just lazy <laughs> right <laughs> it might oh, be. sometimes yeah sometimes it's just easier to be like you know what that person was a bitch but i'm just gonna go home and take a nap tired. yeah <laughs> well yeah you don't have to like deal with everything but if it's bothering you sometimes dealing with it is like the best yeah because that's sort of where i get to with some things where it's like which is which can i handle more this Mm. feeling this pent up like itch icky icky and itchy feeling or the discomfort of 
saying something which feels scary, which is worse. Yeah. And it's also kind of weird if, if you're like, okay, if I react to this in any way, is that giving them the power that they have some kind of, yeah. like they have the power to make me feel a certain way? Right. And if I just kind of go, huh, and then walk away, is that like taking, like going, oh, you don't really affect me. But I also feel like if you do that, then they think they can keep mm-hmm. treating you that way. So it's like, which do you do? But luckily, because I have ADHD, I don't really notice the stuff they're saying. Oh, people, see, I think people that's will the best, say then. things, but it's like, I'll notice it later on because a friend of mine will be like, she was kind of, that's kind of cunty what she just said to you. I'm like, really? Like, kind of. So it's like, I also don't know when sarcasm is happening most of the time. And mm-hmm. I just go, Oh, wow. Like, I just kind of don't know. So it's like, that's kind of good in a way. I just can't even really tell. And, well, see, then that's the ultimate power. I think mm-hmm. if they, if they yeah. really can't get a reaction out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on. Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? All right, Nicole and Emily, mm-hmm. who would like to go first? You want to go first? Sure. Go for it. Um, okay, is it just me or everyone? <laughs> I, I, I think that uh, couples don't belong on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the sidewalk is for lonely people only. Hilarious. <laughs> um, especially if you're going to hold hands on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. I mean, I'm a pedestrian. I don't drive because yeah. I'm terrified of – it's more I'm terrified for other people mm-hmm. about me driving than it – and it's both. I have fear and anxiety about – driving i mean now i'm now i'm definitely I'm not going to get any better for anyone but um so i walk a lot so it's like and you know what it's like from new york it's like yeah. we can bob and weave through a sidewalk like, yeah like i i'm really good at it i'd even smush face a kid every once in a while just be like move <laughs> yeah so but out here it's like the sidewalks are wider yeah they're they're huge compared to new york but there's still just people like i swear to god it's red rover happening on the sidewalk yeah. there's like four people just <laughs> linked like fucking wizard of oz like going down the sidewalk and you're just like how dare you yeah. how dare you hold hands and feel camaraderie with your fellow man well it's just not the, it's the sidewalk's not the type of place no you get <laughs> in a single file activity. line yes well and what is it about walking side by side with someone that makes everyone slow down yeah yeah like, well because oh, you're because you're trying to match your gait to the person next to you and like then the, all of a it's like when you're cutting bangs yeah all of a sudden you're just exactly. going really slow or it's like when people have a pet that, on a leash <laughs> and they they're letting them be long on the leash yeah. so yes. it's taking up the whole sidewalk mm-hmm. i'm like can't you see that i'm i'm walking here like it's yeah. really weird to me that it's that like the movie yeah. hey, oh, look at and it's yeah it's that kind of thing with the the dogs too i i've i feel like people in la maybe it's just me no you're right um people in la are bad dog owners oh, like, okay. oh like, i thought you were gonna say they're just sort of like inconsiderate yeah that's what yes. I, yeah. I think too. they're well i think they're kind of in la la land to hey. you know yeah it's just they're not even <laughs> right. really it's not even like deliberate um yeah they're just in consideration yeah that they're just because if you have a dog in new york you have to you and your dog have to be very social oh well i also just think there's a lot of responsibility with with a pet and people in la the amount of huskies that i see in this city you're a bad person if you have a husky in Los Angeles. It's wild. I'm sorry to the listeners who have one. They do not belong in this climate. Yeah. 
There's like I have a in my building, which is like the apartments are not that big. I saw a guy walking out with two huskies. Wow! And I'm like, you're the devil. Like I don't, (laughs) you're an evil person. It just doesn't make sense. They can't be happy Mm -mm. in this climate. It just feels like this is a little dog or like a medium dog kind of city. Unless you got a golden retriever, then you know what I mean. You can have one of those. Everybody <laughs> loves them. I know. I have a theory though too about um, LA people and like why they are that way. I think it's because they have a. Everybody here has a car mentality, mm-hmm. and when oh, you're in a yeah. car, you're typically by yourself. That's kind of doing your own thing. And I feel like when you're interacting with a lot of people in Los Angeles, it's the same mentality. Walking, they're just not. No one's paying attention to anyone right. around them. In New York, you're like defensive walking. You're looking all over the. You know, people that live there know yeah. you don't walk and around. And nobody's offended if no. you've got to like. If you got to weave and you accidentally shoulder check somebody, you're like, my bad. And then it's like, right. oh, listen, I get it. Like, yeah. it's out here. If you were to shoulder check somebody, like, oof, yeah. you might die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I think that also, like, why is it so hard to pick up the dog shit? Like, Ooh, that's the really amount gross. of dog shit in L.A., I'm just like, if you can't pick up your dog shit, you do not deserve a dog. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think that every dog is cute in L.A., I too. There's how- not an ugly dog in the whole city. No. Where's all the ugly dogs got to (laughs) go? Maybe they're in like um, Riverside. (laughs) Um, But think how big the husky shits are. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, there's some big shits outside of my apartment. I'm always like, what dog did this? Me too. What the fuck? Mm. Are you sure it's a dog? Oh, no. It could be a person. Sometimes it's a person poop. Yeah, I guess it's the, the... Holding hands on the sidewalk and yeah. also huskies. Those are my two I things. I agree mm-hmm. with you. And this reminds me, I want to go back to something. So they were having you go to the bathroom in a bedpan, Nicole? Uh, yeah, for the first few days, I think. Yeah. They were in like, Is I it asked, hard to do that? Yes. I, I also, I have um, I have a shy bladder. And I'm not afraid to say that, okay? I think more people need to acknowledge they have <laughs> yeah. a shy bladder, okay? <laughs> we, nobody should be watching me pee. And if you're, if you're anywhere near me and I need to pee, I can't do it until you go away. <laughs> and they were, you know, they were always like asking me if I was pooping. And I'm like, I don't talk about this stuff. I mean, now I do because it's like whatever. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they gave me a bedpan and I was like, no. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And I, I mean, it was like everything was hurting. So yeah. it was like everything hurt. And then to you know, you at the beginning to lift up my butt off of the uh, bed was a huge feat. Yeah. So, so the fact they had me doing that, but then they couldn't do a bedside commode because then I would have to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. But after a little, I think it was like three days of, you know, I mean, just incessantly telling the nurse, I promise you, I can go in there and I'll be okay. You know, then they let me get up right. and use the restroom. Oh and it was God. a huge thing. But yeah, yeah it was, that'd be really hard. It was very hard. It, I had a catheter in. Uh, at first, which made, I was like, I was like, just put the catheter back in. I don't care. And then I had like, they had, have you guys ever, I don't know if anybody's been in the hospital. They have this weird thing that's supposed to like suck your pee out of you. <laughs> I've, I've had a catheter, but I don't, I have okay. not had this pee It's like the thing. next level of, it's like once you decatheter. Like catheter 2.0. It's like catheter light. It's like, it's like, uh, after that you catheter. That doesn't sound lighter. I uh, know. <laughs> they take it out, the catheter's out, but then they have this machine that you can just put, supposedly put on you and you're just, they're like, it's so easy. You just start peeing and it just goes right in the thing. And oh. I was like, I cannot do this. Wait, I it cannot. just, it just hugs the vulva. Yes. It's just like, it's like <laughs> right on oh, the Oh, you're vulva. talking about the, 
the cup thing. It's right. Like yeah, it's like a, it looks like a wand from what I remember. And like you, from what I remember, and like you put it on too for your. Pee. Oh my god, I want to try. I was this. like, y'all kiss my ass. Let me go to the bathroom. Does it make um, noise? Is it like? I don't remember it making noise, oh but I remember god. it not being for <laughs> it's me. It's just the the bowl from the dentist's office. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that thing <laughs> that they stick in to get the tool out in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I had never seen that before. My mom was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You want to use that? I was like, I don't want to use anything except for a toilet and bathroom by myself. I'm not even in the hospital and I want to use that just to see what it's like. Yeah. Quick note. Has anyone noticed that now since COVID, I feel like dentists won't let you spit into that little bowl thing. It all has to be sucked out with that thing. Mm. Mm. No. You've been able, you've been Mm -hmm. allowed to spit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe it's just my dentist. I don't remember. Yeah. Because I I would. I haven't been in a while. I just went recently, (laughs) but I don't remember. remember Every time I go, it's like $2,000, please. And I'm like, what is the point of this insurance? (laughs) Like, Uh, what are we even doing? I know. God. Nicole, what's your just me or everyone? Oh, uh, oh, oh, okay. I forgot what was the first one. Is it just me or I feel like whenever the seasons change, I just want to buy shit. Like I have a, it's like a back to school <laughs> mentality, but for every season, particularly spring and fall, I just start wanting to buy, like I want to buy cute little dresses mm. and shoes. Same. And then when school starts or, you know, in the fall, I want to buy jeans or, yeah. So do you guys experience this as well? <laughs> yeah. I don't think sort I experience of. it seasonally, but, Excuse me. And also, I am not a spring clothing person. Like, I tried to go clothing shopping, and by that I mean do it all online. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't. Nothing. Nothing looks cute to me. Yeah. I yeah. think I'm just m- very much a fall winter. Is it all the yeah. shirts that tie off in the middle? It's that, but it's also <laughs> all the shirts. like pastel or like yeah. sherbet colored things. and those Or the, colors, the yeah. like, yeah, where's the colors. other half of the yeah. shirt? That's been a really big thing. Crop. God, yeah. can we stop it? Like mm-hmm. it's been half a decade. <laughs> Get over it already. God, give me the other half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I think I'm like a, a product of capitalism or something, but I'm just like, oh my God, it's t- I want to buy, you know, it's nice outside. I want to buy shirts or dress yeah. or something. Yeah, I can't help it. There's a there's a business opportunity for people for someone to sell the other half of shirts. Ooh. Yeah, just yeah. stick it on. Yeah. I'm just imagine it's like, listen, it's inflation. We got to buckle down. Yeah. Take these other halves of the shirts. Like, <laughs> make something else like out of it. The infinity shirt half, and then it goes with yeah. all shirts or the infinite shirt. Oh, oh my god! Cool. You mean scarf. like a dicky for the bottom of yes. your shirts? <laughs> That's what it would be. That would be good. That's actually somebody. Somebody take that idea. And do yeah, yeah, like please. And then, do you guys have a hey go fuck yourself? Oh boy, you go first. I have on one. That one. I have one because I was dealing with it today. A hey go fuck yourself coin laundry. Like, ah, what the fuck? Ah, yes. I am so tired of this shit. I have my laundry. We have a washer dryer in our building, and I don't have it in unit because I'm not fancy yet. And you have to pay with quarters. And it just makes me insane because every time I go yeah. to get quarters, it's like, the bank has huge line. Every bank here seems to have huge lines. So then I have to wait, you know, I'd have to wait for like an hour just to get $10 and quarters. And then when I go to a grocery store, they don't want to give it to me. Today I went to the grocery store. The lady looked at me like I was a criminal or something. Cause I was like, do you guys give rolls of quarters? I didn't even say, can I have quarters? I said, do you give out rolls of quarters? And she was like, oh, yeah, just go, you can go to the lane and check out. Maybe they'll give you some quarters. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I waited Jeez. in line. They had no quarters. It's just, it's, I don't know. I know there's a coin shortage, but. We still have coin laundry. Why? There's yeah, I didn't know that. Either. Yeah, there was at least at the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know if it's still happening, but they would not be giving like people weren't giving change out because it was a coin shortage because it just crazy. wasn't enough in circulate. Like people yeah. weren't shopping. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, just make more I don't in the same way money. that airlines are cashless 
or whatever. Like laundry yeah. machine, up, upgrade. Just upgrade, like update. If, I, I feel like, can't you just put a little square machine or something yeah. on the mm-hmm. laundry? It just makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. And then my landlord raised our our uh, coin laundry prices. I don't know. He said water's expensive right now. I was like, okay, bro, Or just whatever. have a code <laughs> and everybody who yeah. uses it yes. puts in the code and then it gets tacked on to your right. monthly whatever. I would love that. Yeah. I just cannot stand it. It's like every time I have to do laundry, I have to go on this, uh, you know, this hunt, this From epic quarters. journey and everyone's mean to me and no one has quarters. Yeah. And I like sometimes I'll go into uh, like a laundromat and put in, you know, and I'm trying not to get caught by the person that works there because they're like you can't do that if you're not doing laundry here it's just I'm so over it go fuck yourself coin laundry hey 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 go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay I got like a couple am I supposed to go and do it yeah Um, Spectrum just like up to my I, I got they sent me all this all these letters <laughs> all this paperwork and all of it's just like hey if you want a landline that's like all that that is but they my internet went from uh 60 bucks to 81 dollars this month and Ooh. no warning mm-hmm. no emails no nothing and i'm like Listen, I mean, you should have included the landline at this point. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do that. Yeah. Um, but it was like, what the fuck? How could this be? I don't understand. That's that's a hey, go fuck yourself. Also, I don't know, Nashville uh, GOP, go fuck mm. yourself. Right. Um, however, uh, we've got uh, Justin Jones is back. He's reinstated. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty fucking rad. So yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's kind of a hey, go fuck yourself, but also... <laughs> we got you um i'm trying to think of oh um charging extra for rice <laughs> oh my god at restaurants that are supposed to have rice with the meal like i don't know like indian food and then thai food where that'd, that'd be I'm like just a like, mexican food place charging extra for the chips yeah sometimes yeah. you'll find that well like, it's just is, like it's free. like you yeah. just i want to <laughs> just eat the goo in protest and be like all right i'm just gonna eat the goo like <laughs> but yeah the goo i mean like yeah. you know like the curry without the rice yeah, yeah fuck that i'm not eating it. the rice yeah that's obnoxious <laughs> and also i had the same thing with spectrum they they're like it was like 40 bucks and then all of a sudden one day it was like 80 i don't even know what it was it's yeah just... what the fuck it's not like yeah it, it, we have yeah, we had a real like spectrum rocketed. creep as well and we i didn't actually look at the like itemization of it but in my mind it was like oh we had some kind of promo and it expired yes. but it's like the bill oh, yeah like it just, just balloons the roof. and they shoots. didn't give you any yeah. warning Did no they give you they a don't. warning no God, you send me so much paperwork and stuff, and then you just gave me no warning about this? And they make it so complicated, too, because you call yeah. and it's like, oh, the package you had is no longer available, but you know, you still have that package, and it and it like doubles this other thing that you also have, so you're paying twice yeah. for the same channels, but we weren't going to tell you. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. There was something like that, and it's just like... And we, so yeah. we actually downgraded... XYZ and our bill is supposed to be smaller. Well, but I don't know when that next bill. I hope so because it's yeah. it's well, still the same. It should. It's yeah, it hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah. Ooh, hang on. I thought of one more. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um the fact that everything in um convenience stores and grocery stores is locked behind a case oh, now. Oh my lord. Oh yeah. Just or just like, like yeah, or like drugstores you I want to get eye drops. The eye like, drops gotta, that's exactly what I was about to but say. Here's the thing, like if you're going to lock all the shit up, have people on the floor. 
That's yes. the thing. Have I don't people mind available. You have to do that, but like the fact that I have to spend fifteen minutes mm-hmm. trying to find your one of your two employees, right? But that's the thing. They replace the, the employees with the uh, case. Uh, like that's oh, the that's case. what they're doing because it's like you know um, then, loss you know prevention. They, uh, they people can't always but here's do the thing. it. There's a thing called Amazon, and now I'm going to go there to get my eye drops. Oh, damn. Yeah, those cases are definitely making it so Amazon is having precedent. Wait, yeah. why why eye drops, though? Oh, I guess because they're small enough that someone could pocket them? Maybe. The high theft items, it must be one. And they are expensive. And it's also just so shitty. Let If somebody needs to steal eye drops to have eye drops, let them steal the damn eye drops. I'm sorry, but that is just, it's just so gross. It's like, but we really need these people to be poor or else how will we know we're doing well, okay? Did you hear like, about what? Uh, there's certain like Walmart locations they're having to close because loss prevention is so bad. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember how many, but it's like the theft is so bad that they're actually having to close Walmart. <laughs> so that. I think this is how we get rid of big corporations. Thing that's yeah. like by theft. Like Walmart doesn't pay for that theft. They pa- they pass that on. Like you you end up I mean like well in some case oh, I said that and I'm realizing now they sort of do. It's like the one <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. Never mind. That's they what I, I like to theft. steal little things at Hobby Lobby. That's the thing. You got to shoplift at least once in your life. I, I well, think they, I, I, don't, I don't shoplift like anywhere else but Hobby Lobby. I just go in there. They and, are asking for it. No, totally. I go in there and I get like Hobby Lobby. one cool drawing Putting pen. aside I love the, it. The, how awful the company is. Yeah, you know, that's why I do. That's aside, why she does. Yeah. But I'm putting like, that aside. aside like, not doing that at Michael's. It's like <laughs> a depressing place to go though. Like, like you go at least the ones I've been to. There's something so just like the, it's the lighting. There's something about the way that it's laid out. Just feels. It's also not good stuff. It's not. And and we had a whole thing where it was. Oh, I've never I, been to I a didn't Hobby know Lobby. if you were going to bring this up or not because it was like something that to me. You tell the story. To me, I heard Hobby Lobby, and I'm thinking, oh my god. Like hobbies, like hobby stuff. It's going to be <laughs> models and it's going to be like all the great ho- – because there was an amazing hobby store. I didn't even know a hobby store was a thing. In like yeah. Studio yeah. City or you, Sherman you know, Oaks okay. that went down over the pandemic. But it was – you go in there and it's like, you know, little model airplanes and all the things, all the crafty stuff that you can build stuff. Fucking Hobby Lobby is just home sweet home placards and fucking, <laughs> you know, fake plants and all the cheesy bullshit. Totally. That great aunt but what was around. my yeah. argument because you said you think hobby lobby is a hobby store and i said i don't think it is i think it's more of like a yeah it's like a it's like a it's like a michael's right not a, it's like a you know sunday school teacher like yeah. <laughs> stuff yeah. and it's just like oh, we got finger paints and <laughs> just one little manger that you're supposed to <laughs> right. lacquer with so do you feel nervous when you waltz out of there with your five finger discount <laughs> Oh, they don't give a shit. That's the thing. You could People... be a bad girls club. <laughs> That's Ooh. right. She went to prison for one felt tip pen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you're saying they don't care. No, they don't care. That's the thing. Uh, I worked in retail for so long and it's like they teach you not to run after the, you know, the person who's stealing. Because then that's a liability. Because oh, wow. what if you get hurt in, uh... in the store? So you're supposed to just let them go. Like when I was like 16. Everyone's <laughs> eyes just got so – Daniel and my eyes just got so it's true. wide. Unless it's there's like they security. Like yeah, if security. they hire security and like – because Walmart has security, but I guess it's not that good. But um, that's who can run and right. tackle because I think they're hired by like a private company. So <laughs> it has nothing to do with – Oh, my God. But like, yeah, if you're working in like, you know – 
a retail like Jack Spade or whatever, which the, the stores are no longer around. But like, yeah, we had people who like would steal stuff. And it's like the only thing you could do in those. I also worked at a Swarovski couple, of, a couple of Swarovski. Wow, 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 wow. And um, yeah, no, it's like was one of the most. Well, I shouldn't say that they don't pay shit. Actually, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't pay shit, call them they out. They don't pay shit. <laughs> Name them. And everything is like that commission-based thing where it's uh. like the whole store has to sell this amount of stuff uh. for anyone to get their commission. Oh, no. oh really? And I then know that the, exists. Um, oh, yeah. It's most retail stores. But actually, Kate Spade, um, that whole company is really great about commission. So I highly Good. recommend working at those stores. But um yeah, Swarovski, it was like an impossible goal for the entire store to get. And it's also just like, yeah, how many shiny Lilo and stitches do I have to sell <laughs> in order right. to get oh, like commission? Um, but yeah, there was, I remember working one in New York and it was like teenagers who would come in and Still. go to the like keychain wall or whatever. And the only thing you could do is acknowledge that you notice that they're touching things. So you walk up and be like, I noticed that you liked that bracelet. Because uh. <laughs> that was the bracelet they put in their pocket and be like, can I show you some things that would go well with it? And so you're not saying, I saw that you put it in your purse. You're saying like, I, I noticed you liked it. And then that usually spooks them mm -hmm. and they'll be like, oh, that's that's like, I'm busted. And then, yeah, that's the same vibe as saying like, do, is there a problem? Yeah. Like, is everything okay? It's you have a problem the with same you right vibe. Yeah. It's just <laughs> acknowledging the fact that you notice, yeah. but not accusatory. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's yeah, because so you can't accuse people of anything also because legally you could get oh, now, yeah. fucked this for is, that. Is this, has this changed because... Back in my the era, the shoplifting era I know about was when like Joanna from ninth grade got busted at Nordstrom for stealing. <laughs> well, a that's bikini. a department store. Okay, so there's definitely security in malls and department right. stores. But if you're going into like a, a brick boutique, and mortar, just yeah. like not a if it's an independently owned oh, business, okay. they could chase you. But if it's a corp <laughs> if it's a corporately owned business like Swarovski or Jack Spade or something, nah, -uh. man, you gotta so do a lot of research. There's too much like no, I just have worked in a lot of stores. Yeah, so there's like you know there's liability stuff. You're not supposed to do it, but uh, yeah, in a mall they'll yeah. I remember I had a friend who stole a lot in the mall. Mall security will put you in mall prison. Yes, so oh, wow. yeah. I when I was like 16, we used to steal from Abercrombie, but my, they deserve that. I was like, they're racist, so we can take this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we did, oh, yeah. yeah. And because like the dressing rooms were like closed rooms, so you just go in there with a friend and just you know they eventually started cracking down on people because I think they were like getting a lot stolen from them, but they deserved it. Yeah, would um, you like put it on under your clothes and then walk out? Yeah, or like take yeah take off the tag, put it in in a bag from something else. Yeah, you know, another another store. Yeah, we were bad, but we never got caught. I'm surprised we didn't get caught. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have gone to mall jail a few. Times times if you know yeah i gotten caught i didn't do any of that but i i did I, hobby lobby is my little my little treat <laughs> <laughs> i love that That's i good. feel like a lot of people do that. i feel like i've heard that a lot of people taking small things from big corporations because they're like they're not gonna notice it and i deserve this yeah like, exactly little things sticking it to the man one little yes. pen at a time that's right <laughs> tony did you ever shoplift literally only one time that i can think of i was very young <laughs> yeah <laughs> I stole some silly putty from Kmart. Oh, <laughs> That's right. I've always been a bit What's of a bad statue? boy. Limitations, though. I don't want you to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna edit that out. Yeah. What about you, Daniel? <laughs> we would do um, something called. We would call it faking the funk. And um, oh wait, you? I know that your friend did that. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. I, um, and we would just go to like you go to like Beth, Bed Bath and Beyond, and you would buy a blender or something, and then see if I get this right. 
you'd buy the blender and then you would uh so you have the receipt and you'd have the blender and then you would um and then you go in with the receipt and the cart take that blender off the the shelf oh, right. and then go return it yeah oh. and then you still have the other one at home and you right? have the other one at home yeah that's, that's how smart. sandra bullock in oceans eight or whatever that one with all the ladies that's how she started getting she walked into a department store and then like when i'm gonna return this and she just went where's the receipt and she goes i don't have it and she was like well i can't return this she's like listen i'm in a in a big rush so if you could just oh, like return yeah. and then just insisted and i I had some fr- I had some friends who were Asian and they would do stuff that was so brazen and they would brazen Asians. Yes, they would. They were like we we get away with it because we're invisible to the people who work there and they just don't see us and so we they would just go do and it was kind of like this empowering. Yeah, thing. it was like yeah, yeah fuck them. Like if yeah. they're just not gonna see you, then go yeah. steal that dress. Or <laughs> um, yeah, what one girl she would. She'd walk in, take it right off the rack, and then just go. I mean, she wouldn't even – and she'd go, I want to return it, and then have the tag on it. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. You mean like the like ink tab yeah. tag thing? And they, it'd be like – well, they wouldn't think like, wait a minute, you bought it, and it still has a tag right. on it. She'd just be like, I don't know. That's crazy. I'm going to have to get some names. Yeah. My, my only shoplifting story was I went to Disneyland with some girls in eighth grade – they were a little cooler and more popular than me. I don't know why I was allowed to hang out with them. Maybe I was like their ma- maybe they were it was their mascot. But mm-hmm. anyway, they shoplifted like rings and things like that. So I did take a couple little like aluminum rings, like a couple of things. And it was like the rush I felt. Like I get it. It was so <laughs> it's exciting. exciting. Yeah. But then I had it sitting in my room and I remember I felt like this guilt every time I looked at it. To me, it's like if you're. I mean, no. Uh, I think I don't have a problem with that if it's like a big store, right. like a Walmart. Yeah. Best Buy, Bed Bath. It's a small business. That's that would, yeah, but yeah. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That would hurt them. So you heard it here first. Go out and steal. <laughs> steal, rob from people, break I'm in. I'm not advocating it, but I'm yeah. just saying I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, we're not recommending anything. No. We are not offering. Do not do it. This is some kind of disclaimer. <laughs> uh, don't steal. We are not offering legal advice. Do your own research. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> Once again, ZocDoc.com. <laughs> yeah, look, that thing that I told you, they might be on to that probably scheme. like yeah. i don't want anyone to get in trouble like yeah that's not quant's method <laughs> you know listen we didn't invite like we didn't invent shoplifting like right. but <laughs> so, i think we but i think you refined it yes <laughs> i certainly gave some tips and <laughs> tricks you guys this has been so nice thank you so much everyone for coming and being on this show emily where can everyone find you uh once again i uh you on twitter want to find me was that a sentence uh it's <laughs> at flemily emming and then instagram it's at m flemily e-m flemily f-l-e-m-i-l-y and then uh, please check out The Mythical Kitchen. I'm on there often, especially on Meals of History, that series on Mythical Kitchen. And Good Mythical Morning. I'm on there quite a bit, and I write for them. So please watch. 
Wonderful. Nicole? Cool. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nicole Thurman, Nicole with two C's, um, and on cartoons like Jellystone on HBO Max Ooh. and tuning out the news on Comedy Central Wednesday nights. Oh. After the Daily Show, I think. I got to check that. Is that new? That's newish, right? I think so. I think it's actually been on for a few seasons, but oh. it's very like, I don't, I, I yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying about it. It's like but a yeah, word of mouth thing. for a bit. It's a word of mouth thing. And I think since it's on after the Daily Show, it's that like crazy time slot. That's mm-hmm. when the opposition was on. So it's that weird time slot that sometimes things just kind of get missed in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's good. No, it's great. It's like a, it's like an animated Daily Show. It's very fun. We interview really real people. Like we interviewed Tiffany Haddish, I think last week or the week before. And then Adam Powell. Ali was on it. He was hilarious. It was fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Excellent, Daniel. Well, I just recorded, I think it's a Patreon episode of Vanderpump Robs, and it was very fun. Got to talk to Rob Schulte, who was on with Peter Madrigal. On my show, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just, I did not realize how <laughs> m- much of a, um, how cathartic, not cathartic exactly, but just how much I would how good it would feel to talk Vanderpump. (laughs) Because I had had this shit in my brain bouncing around for weeks. I got to just barf it all out. Go listen. Which is a kink. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Vanderpump is my kink now. Um, But anyway. Yeah, he came in like... There was much more of a spring in I was a, I was all He's aglow. like, I didn't realize how much I needed to talk about all that. That's um, so good. <laughs> but uh, anyway, check it out. Uh, and you can follow me on um, I just Instagram, really, Daniel Quantz. I'm not doing Twitter anymore. Yeah. Okay. And Tony? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. <laughs> and Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. And uh, if you're in the LA area, I'm going to be playing drums with Townland again in Long Beach on April 23rd. Nice. I don't remember where. So look at my Instagram. Just go to, just go to Long Beach. Yeah, just listen. And keep put, an yeah, ear out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and my new podcast, Allison and Todd After Hours, uh, are a, couple, a few episodes. No, two. But when you hear this, two episodes of that have aired. This is Ooh. a uh, Patreon Whoa. podcast. There's only one level. It's $2 a month. Um, and if you are interested, patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. But we unlocked the first episode and it is in the Allison Rosen's New Best Friend feed this week. So you can go hear it there, get a sample and figure out if you can part with $2 a month and if you would like to even. Uh, and then also follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. If you like what you're hearing, please make sure you subscribe, leave us a nice comment, hit five stars, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. I've been uploading more and more stuff there. And uh, I'm on TikTok the Allison Rosen over there. Thanks, everyone. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.